Welcome to Fiberton Acres. <laughs> you did that on the last episode. Did I? <laughs> You're like, I'm Zeph Brannigan. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't even listen to the last one. Well, I'm just I naturally to it funny. Again today. So Why? Because this is a part two. Part two. Of chickens. Yay! We didn't, like, we didn't really introduce ourselves or anything. They know who we are. This is Fiber Ten Acres. I'm Rick. I'm Ashley. And this is Fiber Ten Acres. <laughs> a humorous look at horticulture, husbandry, and homesteading. homesteading. Yeah. I'm Rick. <laughs> I'm Ashley. <laughs> it's so fun. We're joined today little... by a piece chickens. of paper <laughs> with a bunch of stuff about chickens written on it. It's funny because we're doing the chicken episode, the like second part of the series, which I think it's going to be three, by the way. It is. Uh, we currently we have, have chickens in a tub in the bathroom. Yeah. Not in our tub, but in a tub. Like a Tupperware tub. Like a big Rubbermaid tub. Tupperware. I'm a Tupperware, Tupperware. man. <laughs> <You're> Tupperware. <laughs> it is Rubbermaid, isn't it? I keep telling customers that I'm like, oh yeah, you stick with a Tupperware. <laughs> They're like singing <laughs> they with like think, the little yeah, green maybe. like <laughs> pop a lid. They probably think you're kind of awful. Yeah. <laughs> Rubbermaid. That's the word I wanted. Okay. A lot more people associate big giant bins with Rubbermaid. Here, I'm going to grab one. <laughs> While he grabs one, I'm going to talk about fence this week in fencing. Because Rick's been working a bunch. And he hasn't had much time to do fencing. So, uh, today I actually expanded our small little yard. Oh, you got put, it got spud. Okay. Oh, spud pooped. Say, she's She's quiet right now. There. I hope you heard heard they that. heard that. <laughs> uh, apparently, you heard it, even if you didn't say you did. Uh, that's little Spud. Spud is a. How old do you think they are now? Oh, almost a month. About one month old uh, bantam. But she seems to be a tiny, tiny bantam. She's not growing very A micro bantam. She's a micro bantam. Uh. And she's adorable. I'll have to post a picture of her when we do our our podcast posting. Uh, is she going to hang with us? Yeah, we... she's going to record cool. with us. Um, <laughs> she's just chilling. So, I should take a picture. Oh, you, well, you should we'll take it. a picture. Okay. Of Continue us with recording. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, we expanded the chicken yard which is also our yard, um, or I did, actually, I should say. I expanded that today, and uh, so that didn't, I mean, that wasn't huge fencing projects, but uh, it did give us a little more room for the chickens to spread out, uh, and then we also did a big project, I guess it had a little bit of fencing the other day. Uh, we are... Expecting, yes, any day a little lamb. So last weekend, we got my parents came out to help, and then Rick and I, and Jeremy and Mike, 
the whole crew came together uh, to work on the sheep shelter and create a fenced-in little area for when we get a little baby lamb. Huh. Yes. He is working really hard at taking this picture right now. Sorry. <laughs> She's just falling asleep on his leg. Are you doing good, little girl? So we also, so we do have a bunch of chickens uh, in our bathroom right now. There's not enough light to do that cool thing I wanted to do. Oh, okay. Did you at least get one picture? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Uh, one of which came home from Rick's work because... She had a broke leg. She has a broke leg. So she is going to be a little hobbler. Yeah. But she's doing really well. She is. And her and Spud, which is this tiny band. Did you say the name? Yeah. Okay. Spud, because Spud kind of looks like a potato. Tiny Uh, little potato. They're friends. They are friends. And, yeah. (laughs) Okay, tell, uh, you told the fencing story while I was taking the picture. I was trying to. I don't know if I did a very good job. You moved the fence. Well, and then I was talking about what we did the other day. Oh, we had to cut off uh, the bottoms because the bottoms were poop. And then we had to dig holes and put new posts under. Like... Did you say that? <laughs> I feel like they're not going to have any frame of reverence for what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. I said we had to redo the shelter, and that was like yeah, we minutes had to ago, and the then bottom. we changed. We had to cut, <laughs> cut off the bottom. The bottom. Because the bottoms were poop. <laughs> Just look, guys, this a week of... a lot went on. I've been working a bunch, and so we're just going to... We're trying. If you want to know what happened, look at the Facebook. We're just yeah. going to jump ahead to the chicken bit. <laughs> Rick has been part... working a lot, and we've been trying to keep up with the farm and our in-betweens, and our promise of doing the podcast in less than a month didn't pan out perfectly this time. It's as like you... three weeks, so we're fine. It's like a month. Shut up. <laughs> I looked. It was like the 23rd of last Ah, oh, man. Uh, but, you know, we're now, it's, you know, 9 p.m. Right. On a Monday, we're going to get this done. Get to the chickens. Tell them what you found out about the chickens. Fine. You did all the research. I did. I didn't well, do okay. Because last we left off. Talking about ancient Egyptians. Transport really? us back to ancient <laughs> Seriously? Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Oh no, literally or... <laughs> surprised. Remember their their special incubation. Oh yeah. They figured out how to incubate. That's right. So I'm gonna jump a little further back in time again. But I'm gonna do so. Using the, uh, this noise. Diddly do. <laughs> like that? So, yes, perfect. Okay, so 2004. Set the scene. Okay. You've got an international team of geneticists. Wearing Jankos. Because <laughs> it's 2004. Riding their skateboards. They were around at that the point. Right time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they've decided they're going to do a complete genome mapping of the first animal they're going to do the chicken. Really? 
According to the Smithsonian, it was the first domesticated animal, so therefore the first bird and therefore the first descendant of dinosaur to have this done. Oh. And, uh... See, because chickens are part dinosaur. She's totally asleep. Oh, she's so cute. I know. Uh, so yeah, so it was pretty cool. Um, in doing so, they found out, um, there are a few important differences to its, the ancestor that they believe is the jungle fowl, which we talked about in the last episode. Yes, we did. You the remember? Chinese, uh, jungle I quail. Any of this. I mean, the jungle part. <laughs> uh, so the current chicken, um, has, well, they, they touched on two genetic mutations that make it the chicken that it is today. This really feels like I'm at a test that, like, I know I studied for, but I can't, I can't. remember any of it, you know? Like, is, that, is that harder? Because, like, this time I wrote out all yeah, the notes. Yeah, and, and I've got nothing, and, and I'm like, sitting what do I here say? going, oh, crap. <laughs> Everyone else is prepared. Uh, that's always how you roll, though. You're always the okay. one that just riffs off. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the first is a gene called TBC1D1, which regulates glucose in humans. I was going to say Americans. <laughs> in Americans. <laughs> which is bad because of what I'm about to say. Uh, it's associated with obesity. Oh, fair. <laughs> and what about uh, it with chickens? Well, they... Um, Oh, see, I just, like, told you that part yeah. and stopped. But basically, that regulation, they don't have it as much, so they get fatter easy. Chickens or? Chickens, yeah. Or so, Americans. Well, Americans too, apparently. <laughs> so, um, that gene, uh, I think it's on this one. Okay. Uh. So it was, that was different from the dinosaurs? Is that what you're saying? It's a positive trait, uh, in a creature destined for the dis- oh, okay. table. So we bred them to make so, that happen. Okay. <laughs> so we mute. Yeah, that was one of the genetic mutations. A selected mutation. mutation. Okay. Um, the other one was that they could breed or lay year-round. Oh. Um, if they're chubbier? No, it's a separate mutation. Oh, a separate thyroid. mutation. Oh, this okay. one's a thyroid mutation. And um, it allows them to not be affected by... Seasons. The seasons as bad. So nice. most, you know, you actually do kind of think about, I hadn't really thought about it until it said that, but you think about birds and they. Yeah. They really only their, lay yeah. eggs that once yeah. a year. Yeah. So, um, and actually most wild animals. Only the, uh, once. The length yeah. of the day affects their um, mating. So yeah, so those are the two big genetic uh Mutations that they kind of noticed. Oh, yeah, to make them not wild animals anymore. Yeah. So, um, you know, and they, I think through that they could kind of tell, like, they think there's there's some evidence, they say it's inconclusive, but there's some evidence that shows that they may have spread out of the Indus Valley from the city-states of the Harapan civilization. Oh, where is that? In the Indus Valley. Do you know where that is? Do you know? Pretty sure that's it. That's China. Oh, really? They traded with the Middle East about 4,000 years ago? I think so. So maybe. 
if you know, yeah, keep let going. us know. Uh, and then about 2,000 years ago, they found um, cuneiform tablets from Mesopotamia, uh, or I should say, excuse me, that date back to 2000 BC, not 2,000 years ago, date back to 2000 BC, uh, that refer to the bird of Maluha. I don't know if that's how you say it. Yeah, we'll go with it. But they believe Maluha was the name uh, for the Indus Valley, and they believe the bird part relates to chickens. So, uh... Oh, Indus Valley is at the top of India. Oh. So, real close to China. Which kind of makes sense, since it's called the Indus Valley. Is that related? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, um... They... Going back to Egypt, they got to Egypt about 250 or so years later, and they were for fighting. They were fighting birds. Nice. Or... The fighting birds! For exotic menageries. Oh. You know Egypt. They were yes, all about they were the all about... Exotics. Uh, and then it was almost a thousand years after that, that... Uh, they became actually popular with the rest, like, with ordinary... Like, farmers? Egyptians. Huh. And that's when they started, like, the incubation and stuff like that. Oh, wow. So it took that about long. a thousand years for it to become a thing. Crazy. Uh, and then, in the Mediterranean, archaeologists uh, digs found, or archaeological digs found, chicken bones that date to Roman times. Now, were they like chicken bones like uh, buffalo wild wings, or like they had chickens <laughs> wandering around and died? Like buffalo wild wings, actually. Is it? Yeah, this is when they were actually eating them and their eggs. How do they know they, they were made eating their eggs? Omelets. How do they know they made omelets? I don't know. This Did they find a things. menu this that was like at Marge's diner and it was like an mm, omelet in Greek? There's several things here that I'll, I like, will have to go back and find their sources because this is kind of In their article, they just were like, there was omelets. They were like, there's omelets and then the mashed brains. They like to eat the chicken brains mashed. Chicken brains, that... Doesn't sound great. Yeah, well, I'm looking at this little chicken. There's no, I'm sure Wee, there ain't a lot of brains in there. <laughs> Uh, they may have been the first to start making them fatter, is what they were saying. Like, to start fattening up chickens. Uh, well, and they, I, there must be records of this because there were laws passed about it. Oh. Uh, giving, so some gave bread soaked in wine to Uh fatten them up. And apparently, and this is even wrote here, not sure how they knew this for sure. <laughs> Others gave them a mix of cumin seeds, barley, and lizard fat to fatten them up. Huh. But they later banned these practices. Oh, why? I was it, like, it if you were goes, one of the chickens getting the wine, <laughs> you see the other it. ones like over there eating boiled lizard fat. <laughs> you're like, ha. <laughs> Because uh, another chicken law, and I don't know if it was related, uh, was in 161 BC, where they limited chicken consumption to one per meal per table, they think. Huh. Uh, and they were supposed to be non-fattened ones, because they were worried about gluttony. They thought it was being, their morals were bad, and that's... And, and uh, they should feel bad. They should feel bad about it. 
uh, yeah, to make sure, what did they say? It says, uh, they were concerned, quote, about moral decay and the pursuit of excessive luxury. <laughs> so I condensed that into gluttony. Uh, but here's the thing. When Rome fell, so did chickens. Apparently oh, like that was... popularity? Yeah. They were big deal in Rome, and they were actually, um, like chicken farms in Rome. So when Rome fell, there weren't any more, like, chicken farms and stuff, and they said that it basically regressed, like, a thousand years. They went back to being, like, skinny birds that huh. weren't really very popular. Um, then the Europeans came to North America and they found like all the ducks and the turkeys, but it wasn't, they believed that the Polynesians introduced the chicken, um, who got to South America about a century before Columbus voyages. Wait, are there ducks? There's ducks back East, right? I don't know if they were just referring to the fact that like, that there was just an abundance okay. of ducks and chickens, but it's like, not there was of geese, chicken. There was geese and ducks, like... Yeah, there's right? gotta be, right? Okay, there better be. It'd be weird. What if there's... There's... There are, right? I don't know, I should have looked this up. There's ducks, because it's like the I mean, prime place like for ducks, right? Peking duck, like, the, the meal, but I don't know when that started. Yeah. Maybe it was an import food. Maybe. Anyway, go ahead. I'm just, now I'm thinking. Uh, so the chicken was actually not a huge staple for a long time in the U.S. Uh, for a really long time, actually. Huh. Uh, it was mostly just, like, a small casual scale. Like, small farmer, like, you know, like you have some for yourself. Yeah, for it's eggs, crazy. They're like, they're, like, so, they're versatile birds. But anyway, go ahead. Um, I'm going to get through all this really fast. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> we can get through this episode fast. Oh, okay. Sorry, everybody. We're just going <laughs> to... I'm sorry. I want you to go on because I'm actually... I'm learning because I didn't do any research. So, keep <laughs> keep educating me. Keep going. Uh, yeah. So, it actually wasn't a thing until the factory farm. Really? Like, That's people just had some for eggs. Like, I think it was kind of like your... Okay, like my thing when people are like, mm, we should eat the, we should, gra- I can't wait to raise this single individual chicken and eat it. And I'm like, dude, that's a, like, you know, it's like a lot of work. Although after I tell you this, you might want to do it. Why? So, um, uh, a big part of why it was tough for chickens to do factory farming is that they actually really need vitamin D. Okay. Which they get from the sun, right? Sun, uh-huh. So it was when they figured out how to artificially give them all the oh. stuff they need. Uh-huh. They could put them in buildings uh-huh. uh, and cram them in and raise them in a very different manner. So, uh... Right, because, yeah, it's not, frankly, like, you raising a, a yard bird, as they call mm-hmm. it, for food, like... A free range and everything else, like it's not, it's not going to save you money. 
you'll feel no, better. I'm just saying. You'll feel better about eating well, it as a person. Well, you'll know where it's coming yeah. from, is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I agree with you. But I'm like, when people I would are like, say Ooh. support the smaller farmers who do that. Who do that for you. Yes. yes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. because Maybe a, not the ones that literally have twenty to 30,000 broilers in a building. Yeah, I've seen video, and, and that's, yeah, it's not Half cool. a square foot per cage, so they, is how much room they get. Yeah. So. But, like. An actual, like, free, like, local, small farm. I mean, okay, don't be, like, uh, Portlandia. Right. You I know. mean, you can. You can. that If you want, that's how you want to do it. Go for it. Sorry, let me rephrase. You don't have to be, exactly. like, Portlandia and go meet the cult and join. But if you do want to <laughs> join a cult, actually, that'll be on a separate episode. We're thinking of starting one. Uh, I just realized, I just learned that the guy, um... One of, like, the 90s heartthrobs. Shoot, I forgot his name. He's from... Corey like, Feldman. No. <laughs> he's, uh... Corey Haim. 70s... Or, no, he's not know. 70s. Uh, the Seventh Heaven? Someone from that? Anyway, what he's, about them? Uh, he has a cult. Really? Yeah. We'll look into that. Yeah. That'll I, be the I, next I episode. We'll <laughs> talk about Corey Haim's cult. I, I don't think it's Corey Haim's <laughs> But anyway, you should uh, Google '90s heartthrob cult. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, no you, local. You can, but like doing it yourself, it's just if you're doing one or two birds, man, it's just the the investment of time and energy and food and stuff like that you have to put into it. It's just to me, it's not worth the investment. But if or to Obi, right. <sighs> Chicken or eggs, chickens. Yeah, no <laughs> eggs. However, heck yeah. No, no, that's a great investment, I think. But um, so by the early 1990s, chicken. There was a heartthrob. He was, was a, well yeah. on his way to he starting was well a cult. Well on his way to starting a cult in like um, L.A. area. Wait, are you are you talking to me? To the cult, yeah. <laughs> you finish your okay, story. Yes. By the early 1990s, chicken had surpassed beef as the most popular meat by, uh, measured by consumption. Yeah. Andrew Keegan. I don't know who that is. Uh, okay. We're getting completely... Yeah, you talk you about your yours, things. You finish yours, because then we keep getting distracted. He's yeah, known for Party, Party of five. five and Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, that guy. Yeah, you guys would recognize him. That totally, kid yeah. from 10 Things I Hate... Wait, he's a cult leader or he's yeah, in a cult? he's a cult leader. What cult? Maybe we should just join this. Guys, don't join our cult. We <laughs> might be joining someone else's. I don't know. It's pretty, like... Uh, it might be would it be under personal wise. life or career? Maybe it's under <laughs> career. career. Oh, he was from Camp Nowhere. Oh, I love That's, that. Yes, that was... Uh, doesn't talk about his under career. <laughs> no. Uh, sorry, we we ran out of tape there, but uh, something very important happened. Yeah. We found a link to the cult. To I know the this actual... is <laughs> sidebar in the middle of the chicken episode, but uh, that's how we roll. Uh, it's called Fur- Full Circle Venice, and it's led by Andrew Keegan, who's the co-founder, uh, and uh, Michael Vincenzi. Who's the other? He coordinates sound. 
He's a musician, producer, engineer, and co-creator behind the Collective California. Oh, there's a Collective. He Cal- he looks scary. <laughs> Uh, anyway, there's, then there's some normal so, people. Like, yeah, like people that do like normal things. Then, got, like, oh, guys, go look at this because Jason Diltz. He's um. He looks like if I had to draw a picture of a cult leader, this, and the only descriptor I was given was young cult leader. This is the guy. Yeah, I would actually just Google a picture of this guy, uh, <laughs> and wow. Uh, oh, then, yeah, and then their reverend. Alexander Polininsky. Polinsky. Whatever. <laughs> He's the reverend at Full Circle Venice and founder of the Transformational Movement Avatarism. Yeah. Oh, you? of the transfer... Oh, okay, the transfer, Transformational Movement, comma, Avatarism. That's called Avatarism. Comma, save lives and make your sentences better. Because we want to yeah, know exactly. that first part is describing the right. second. There should be two commas. Indeed. He, they didn't miss one. They missed two. Then, where was the other one? Oh, uh, well, she's pretty great. Megan Maroney down here. Oh, Megan. Remember? Yeah. She, Go she ahead. She loves to spread sparkle and manifest merriment. That's right. She spreads sparkle. Then. This is what made us decide we had to talk about this on the podcast. You have to hear all this because of this particular individual. Torkum G. His name is Torkum, last name G. (laughs) J-I, by the way. Torkum G is a meditation guide. Sonic alchemist. And graphic designer at Full Circle. I'm sorry. The last name J I, like spelled J I, makes you think maybe they Chinese. That's a Chinese last name. Yeah, he's not family. He does not look like it at all. No, that is that is a white man. That is a whitey white man. Yeah. Uh, G. Yeah. Oh man. Oh oh oh! I thought it was. No, it's not a pop up. up. But to be fair, if I had to, if I lived in that area and somebody was like, you would, you would so get sucked into that cult. Yeah, I would. I would join this cult. <laughs> like it's a bunch of hipsters, and I would just be like, you know what? I'm not doing anything on Thursdays. So I <laughs> guess, joining a cult. <laughs> guess, like with full knowledge. Like people are like, dude, we know you've been going to that full circle place, man. I looked into it. It looks like a cult, and I'm like, yeah, I know, it's a cult. <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously a cult, but I mean, it's pretty fun. <laughs> My Thursdays were so boring. <laughs> I've got a lot of stories to tell now. <laughs> no idea. Oh, <laughs> Did you see the picture of their building in that other? It was room? a really nice looking place. It, but it was I like know. the inside was really yeah. nice looking. The outside was like painted like something you'd see in Eugene. Yeah, sure. yeah. or Venice, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Venice, the Eugene of California, with be. a beach. Yeah, with better weather. It's like Eugene without the bad weather. And why don't we move to Venice? Oh, that's why we don't have to Venice. <laughs> Never mind. Problem solved. <laughs> Yo, you guys want money? Money, you say? I guess we'll stay right here. You know how we'll make money by selling eggs. From our chickens. Oh, beep, back beep. To- <laughs> Bing bong. Niruga was a segue. A segue back into the episode that we've already been doing. <laughs> We're like three quarters of the way done. This is what happens when we don't like get enough rest, I guess. I don't- <laughs> People are like, what, you do a good show? 
Oh, oh, snap. oh, you got us good. <laughs> you got us. We said you got us good <laughs> from our joke. Uh, they okay. said it. They did. They did say it. Huh. Uh, well, I was going to get kind of sad anyways. So. <laughs> well, don't get sad. By the early you should 1990s. go join the collective. I know. They all look very happy. They really did. They sold some crystals. Well, I guess like you can't put pictures up of like your Rose quartz. That's what they yeah, did. Yeah, rose and crystal. Crystal. You can't no. put up pictures of your people just like, our grump. <laughs> like, I'm nobody's join gonna this join. The Daria cult. <laughs> cult. The cult of Daria. Huh. Well, uh, that would actually probably do fairly well. Yeah, we're really excited about nothing. <laughs> I think great. you'd get some pretty good. I think that's Buddhism. <laughs> now that I think about it, like, they're like, yeah, we're really excited about the upcoming nothingness. That's kind of true. That is Buddhism, in a nutshell. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sure we'll get back into this later, because I have some religious stuff to talk about in a minute. But... About chickens? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, are but they, are they, what aren't they? Are they Catholic? <laughs> the chickens didn't really ask for this. this oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, so were they forcefully we baptized? <laughs> They're often sacrificial. Oh, I get it. <laughs> we're okay. going into like modern times and the controversy around. We're sacrifice. modern. Modern times. Sa- oh. Yeah, hold on, we gotta get there. Okay, good, let me... (laughs) Okay, so, we left off... (laughs) It's gonna make him crazy. Uh, By the early 1990s, I feel like they probably heard this sentence seven times now, uh, chicken consumption had surpassed beef um, annually at 9 billion birds, or about 80 pounds per capita. So... Here's the thing. I remember my grandpa actually being angry about this. Really? Yeah, and he was like, we're, we're eating more chicken than beef. And I was like, why, why are you mad? I don't... I didn't understand I that. Wonder, I remember, though, like, it'd be interesting to find out, like, environmentally what is actually... Because for those of you... Vegetarianism actually, is the best. Fairly environmentally minded. And, I, no, I mean, like, if you're gonna have which we i mean there is a lot of claims of the whole like you have to have some uh you know with the amount of people that we have to have we have to have large amounts of protein right so obviously i know it's not feasible for everyone to just become a vegetarian i'm not one of those but i am curious like if factory farming that many chickens I mean, they've gotten it down. They figured out it takes less than two pounds of feed to raise to produce a pound of chicken. Wow! It's less than half the ratio of nineteen forty-five. Yeah. And like cows, it's way well, no, worse than said, that. I was like, uh, cows is way takes worse. About seven pounds of feed to get to one pound yeah. of beef, and pork is about a three to one. Yeah, I knew pork but, was better than beef but at that's, your pound too. But I also <sighs> wonder, like, but that's like artificially feeding, right? Like, that's to get them to... The right, rate. that's to fatten them to, up. For... So I'm curious, like, you know, if you were throwing everyone out in a field... Right, who's better? Chicken. Yeah. Well, Chickens grow faster. Well, that's true. I mean, it is pretty fast. Like, yeah. uh, they actually said in the article... Um, Two months? Uh, this, this individual that they talked to in the article from the Smithsonian... Gary Balducci. Oh, wasn't Tor, is, uh, Torgan G? 
Johnson Torgan G. Uh, crazy enough. He's a third-generation poultry farmer in Maine, and he can turn a day-old chick into a five-pound broiler in six weeks. Yep. It, they say it's eight, like, and they say about eight He weeks. says it's half the time it took his grandfather. So that's what mm-hmm. I'm like, is that a good thing? I don't know that yeah. it is. Uh, well, like, we accidentally turned those two chickens, those two meat birds we got into boilers without even trying. No, I know, but that because of selective breeding and yeah. all that stuff. So that's the thing is we have done that pretty easy, but um, that's yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and he also talks about the fact that their chickens, because of the selective breeding, they're docile, right? Uh-huh. Well, because of that, even if they have an area to go out and feed. They will just stay close to the feeders because of the way that they're raised. Right. So he's saying that um, they prefer to hang out at the mechanized trough, waiting for the next delivery of feed. So he's he even say like his quote is chickens used to be great browsers, says Balducci, but ours can't do that. All they want to do now is eat. Sounds like uh, I was like it's kind of depressing. Yeah, but <laughs> right. We were like, oh, that's rough. It's that that darn gene. Yep, yep. <laughs> the chubby gene. The obesity gene. Uh, we're like, yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, they kind of tie it back into like, it's kind of crazy to think about where they start from, which is just like being crazy birds. Right, svelte. Running around, Run around jungle birds into birds that just stand in front of a feeding trough. <laughs> As they put it, these clucking, metabolizing, and defecating hordes. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's painting some imagery. But wow, it's... I used, I've said that exact same thing when I used to work in the mall. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just really funny. Maybe yeah. they heard you, and they're like, we're using that at some point. Walk past the food court there, and I saw people You're sitting like, in front oh, of Panda it's a Express. It's like, metabolizing. <laughs> Defecating horde. Oh, I left out the D, though. Defecating? <laughs> no, of hordes. Oh. Oh. Ah. <laughs> um... Yeah, they they kind of talk about, you know, they've kind of lost whatever magical powers they once had in our They lost the magic power? How do we think they had magic powers? How do they tie in with magic? Some sort of ritual use of a chicken? What did you think it was going to be? Oh, I thought it was going to be their use in sacrifice of voodoo. Santeria. Yeah, voodoo and Santeria. Yeah. Yay! (laughs) We, I actually, we talked about this in my uh, religious studies class, comparative really? religions. Yeah. Did they talk about so Santeria? In 1993, just... they had a case in the Supreme Court uh, that basically pitted the Santeria Church uh, against the city of Hylia, Hylia, Florida. Of course, it's Florida. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Well, basically, they didn't want them to be able to sacrifice anything anymore. So, okay. Which would have been probably a pretty difficult situation because it was pitting, like, 
religious and civil rights groups right. against animal rights proponents. So, right. the, so the civil rights groups but, and the religious groups were for the religious freedom of letting them sacrifice right. animals, whereas obviously the animal rights proponents were with Florida's or that city in Florida. Uh, Okay, while you look to the next page, I'm going to talk about something very important when it comes to Santeria and sacrificing a chicken. Mm -hmm. Is in the movie Major League, uh, he is having trouble batting, and he wants to do a Santeria ritual and wants his teammate and can coach, I think, to get him a full chicken to sacrifice in the locker room, but they won't. (laughs) <laughs> they, they, they're weirded out by it, so they instead bring him a full bucket from KFC to offer up to his for his sacrifice, a pre-sacrificed chicken. <laughs> that was very important. Yeah, it was pretty like, funny. It cracked me uh, up. Go ahead. So they uh, they went in favor of. Santeria. Oh, so they can. Yeah. Okay, because you Cause should. They said. To be fair, it's a meat bird. Like. Well, and it wasn't just you know this was actually they I guess sacrifice also guinea pigs, goats, sheep, turtles, and other animals. Okay, so turtles, as weird as it is, food source. Right. Sheep. Food source. These goats, all goats food, food source. Guinea pigs. Actually, in some places, yes. I'm not so much in America, but I, I don't like think we have laws against using them as a food source. They have, like, less meat than a rabbit. Yeah, I know, but some places eat guinea pigs. Huh. And I was like, huh, that's weird. I know, like. but then I was like, they they laugh. They're so cute. I just yeah. saw a video today of a lady handing all her... She had, like, six guinea pigs, and she was handing them, like, a big carrot, and they were all running off with a giant carrot in their mouth. <laughs> Uh, I did get things done today, too, even though it does sound like I just looked up cults and watched some videos about... <laughs> You're like, I'll do research. Guinea watching guinea pigs run off with a carrot learning about a cult. <laughs> so Justice Anthony Kennedy wrote in the decision, although the practice of animal sacrifice may seem abhorrent to some, religious beliefs need not be acceptable, logical, consistent, or comprehensible to others in order to merit First Amendment protection. Way to go. So, yeah. So, I thought that was probably a good... That's a good stopping point. Because I think next we'll get into... Because now we've gotten to Santeria and cults. And cults. Which is what this... This episode, really, we were going for, like... We're like, we're going to tie this all together. You Just you wait. I'm surprised we, we tied that together. <laughs> I was like, man, this is going to work got, really we well, actually. We started, we started in chickens. And I didn't even, like, mean to look up cults, but see... Sometimes. Everything leads to chickens. Everything. <laughs> That's right. Everything leads to chickens. Uh, That's what the name of this episode is. Okay. In case you're all wondering now. I mean, I guess you already noticed that probably because you clicked on it. But we didn't know. Tell so just now, now we know. Because um, it all comes back together. So on that note. We would like to thank everybody for listening. Yes. We especially thank our Patreons. Uh, you always say Patreons. Patrons? It's patrons, isn't I it? I think they're the patrons. And of we're the pa- pa- And yeah. we, yeah. Whatever but it is, thank you, you for to, supporting us on Patreon. Yes, you uh, go to patreon.com. Slash Fiberton Acres. 
And uh, uh, last our... time we promised that we were going to be updating our Oh, we didn't do that. Things. We didn't do that. No. That's fine. No, they don't We really us. do want to make this a full-time thing. Uh, but it's not right but now. But it's not right now. And, and we both we work full-time jobs. <laughs> we love all of our patrons who are hanging in there with us through all of this. Yeah, they're, so, they're early adopters. They're early adopters. And they early are hanging, I know. hanging tight with us. I know. Which is all the way from awesome. Ohio. Like, some of these people have been with us from the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah. Uh, we so when we lived in Ohio. Yes, we did. This was our, this was our, hey, life's worth living. <laughs> Just make a podcast. This will work. This will work. This will keep us connected. We'll feel connected <laughs> to the rest of the world. <laughs> if we're talking if to each other at our phone. Yeah, if you're incoherent ramblings, don't need to just be in your head. You can make others listen to them. And it And works. some of them. Have been with us since then. So thank you guys. You uh, guys are the bomb. Uh, uh, if you'd like to join them, patreon.com slash fiber You know who else has been with us since the beginning? Who? All the apparatus with their song, The Aeronaut. And that's our intro and outro. Is it episode one? No, actually the first couple episodes we Oh, had... we used uh, Lefty Five Strings. Yeah, Lefty Five Strings. But then they started their own podcast and they were using the exact same intro song. So we kind of were, were like, like dude, oh, well, you can yeah, use I it. Guess you yeah, should use your it's own your song. song. So we I uh, my friend Sherry uh, is in all the apparatus and I was like, "Hey, Sherilyn, come on, let me use it. I love the song." And she was like, "Yeah, okay, let me ask the band." And the band was like, "Yeah, okay, cool." And that's how we wound up with that song. Which is pretty sweet, actually, yeah. because it's pretty, like, I mean, we should be song. paying them royalties. Our other royalties. Yeah, we'll, cut, we'll give you someday, guys a cut someday. Someday, when we're, when we're this is our full-time. our fingers at the phone, yes. just so you know. <laughs> we're shaking them oh. vigorously. Um, well, it is Low battery o'clock, so the late. music is going to fade in right now. Yep. Thank Speaking you, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Be and, sure to uh, check us out on Facebook. Did and you just fart? <laughs> Facebook and oh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. We're on there a lot. If you tweet at me, I would love that. Oh, I'm going to have a new blog post coming out soon. Be check sure to check out. that out. Blog.fibertonacres.com. And check out fibertonacres.com while you're there. And, okay, okay love you. Bye. Bye.